Hey there, and welcome to the Fantasy Fantasia podcast, a podcast where a bunch of Canadian theater nerds gather around and play various tabletop role-playing games, such as Dungeons and Dragons, Monster Hearts, Monster of the Week, Call of Cthulhu, and more. Help us keep the dice rolling by supporting the Fantasy Fantasia podcast on Patreon. By becoming a supporter, roleplay hero, or weaver of worlds on our Patreon, you will receive benefits such as Patreon-exclusive one-shots and side quests, free-to-download battle maps and world maps, and even voting power in what comes next in our campaigns. My name is Avery Melosh, and I will be your Dungeon Master for tonight's episode of Dungeons & Dragons Legend of the Silver Flame. Previously in Legend of the Silver Flame. You poke him in the butt and it starts to bleed and he's leaving a trail of blood behind him pouring out of his butthole. But he's still alive and he continues to run. I like whip my sword around like a musketeer. <laughs> 14 uh, lightning damage. Sigh. <gasps> yes. How do you want to do this? Yes! yes! And then I am going to walk right into the statue. Using Ooh. meld into stone. Whoa. Wow. That's cool as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> the spirit of the risen demon lord was split into eight parts and sealed within the eight kyber shards. Each shard was given to a kingdom to protect so that the ritual may never be performed again. I fear they're trying the ritual once more to bring all eight kyber shards to the silver flame and release Rock Turkash. Bree just stares at it and hesitates for a second and then slowly reaches out and takes the shard. Okay, you now have a kyber shard. Nice. <laughs> first one. There you go. One guys. Nice. Yes. <laughs> but if anyone does, they would be able to know what it is. So I would like all of you to leave the tent, and I am going to. You don't trust us, is what you're saying. You are uh, saying that our team members who help you, you don't trust. Well, that's a little bit harsh, Lita. I'm, no, I'm not saying I don't trust all of you. I don't trust all the other people out in the world. So then why can't we see where it is? Well, we, we do need a place to stay. Castle yeah. slumber party! You each <laughs> may have a room to yourselves for the night. Can my lion come with me? Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> it still has the guy's blood on his table. <laughs> um, sure. He yes! looks like he could use a bath. Do you hear that? Let's go. <laughs> he purrs. And, and one more thing. Sure. As we we don't ask for much, uh, a, a stay in the castle is one thing. But we we humbly would ask. Do you have any black garlic? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Kim. And on that note is where we will end yes! session. <laughs> <laughs>
All right, good evening, everybody. Welcome to another session of Dungeons and Dragons Legend of the Silver Flame. How are we all doing tonight? Very good. good. Feeling <laughs> alive, alert, awake, and enthusiastic. Feeling yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And enthusiastic, the cherry on top. I love it. Right. <laughs> uh, so as of the last session, uh, all of our adventurers now named... Officially, the Fighter Things Club. We decided uh, on that name. Don't you forget about me. Right? <laughs> we all leveled up. We uh, fought in Aboleth, have done a lot of cool shit. So uh, I just wanted to go over kind of what everybody got with their level up. Maybe class features or other cool shenanigans that you can throw back at me. So uh, let's start with Velvet uh, as a bard. Yes. So something that I uh, now added to myself is <laughs> I have the font of inspiration. So at the beginning, uh, when I get uh, the fifth level, I can regain all of my expanded uses of bardic inspiration after a short or long rest. Nice. So that's fun. And the other thing that I have is counter charm. So at the sixth level, you gain the ability to use magical notes or words of power to disrupt mind influencing effects. Use as an action, you can start a performance that lasts until the end of your next turn. During that time, you and any friendly creatures within 30 feet have advantage on saving throws against being frightened or charmed. Oh, cool. And uh, the hmm. creature must be able to hear me, of course. Nice. nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So like bravery. That. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Bring bravery. The gift of bravery. Uh, yeah, that's it for me. And then, you know, a few new spells that we'll see along the way, hopefully. Mm-hmm. And you, Zach? Oh, sorry. <laughs> Zach, I'm like, Welcome to Monster Hearts Undergrad. <laughs> and now when he, now when he listens to this, yeah. he'll be yeah. even more sad. So at level six, I get um, two new spells, and I I got another third level uh, spell slot, so I can use really cool spells. And I also got a transmuter stone. So I am the the school of wizardry. Wizardry that I I come from is uh, the transmutation. So uh, the transmuter stone is uh, an actual stone that I can create. It takes me a while to do it, and it gains me one of four benefits or abilities. Uh, Dark vision, increase in speed, proficiency in constitution, or resistance to acid, cold, fire, lightning, or thunder damage. And I can keep it on myself, or I can give it to another character. Those are some sweet abilities. I know. Especially the resistances, that'll help huge, especially for some people with lower health. Uh, exactly. <laughs> velvet and... <laughs> I am a lover, Not I don't know how many times I have to say this, I am literally the sex of the group, I exude it, okay? So you're welcome. <laughs> and uh, how about Brie? Yes, so I got another third level spouse slot. And now at sixth level, I can also uh, channel divinity twice per uh, rest. So twice between rests, I can channel divinity. Holy smokes. Mm-hmm. And um, uh-huh. I get a divine domain feature. Uh, Bree's cleric specialty is Arcana. So I get a domain feature called Spellbreaker now. So I, when I restore hit points to an ally with a spell of uh, first level or higher, I can also end one spell of my choice that's on that creature. Cool. But the spell has to be, the level of the spell that I want to end has to be equal to or lower than the level of the spell slot that I use to cast the healing spell. Mm. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. Love it. Mm-hmm. And how about you, Lena? 
Yeah, me and all my spell slots, uh, <laughs> you know. Uh, well, I can whack harder. Yeah, <laughs> whack harder. Um, no, last time at level five, which was the most exciting, I got to attack twice. And with sixth level, um, oh, I also got 10 extra feet of movement, friends. Ooh. And I also got part of my path feature is spirit shield, which in a nutshell, I can, um, the spectral warriors that Lena sees when she's in a rage can interject supernaturally when somebody else who is within 30 feet of Lena and when she's raging um, gets attacked, I can reduce help reduce some of the damage. So... The Ancestral yeah. Guardian Path is kind of cool because uh, you get these things that are kind of more like support character right? features yeah. helping out your party. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm basically a cleric. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, Gyriad, what did you get at level six? Right. So um, uh, so with rangers, you can have um, a chosen enemy and a uh, chosen terrain as a favored one, which means you uh, you don't get disadvantaged when you hit these things ever. Uh, originally, wow. the smartest thing to do is to pick humanoid right away because a lot of things are humanoids. Hmm. Uh, so the next thing I picked is aberrations because I find that uh, there's a lot of undead and I want to prepare so that I don't get disadvantaged on hitting these um, demon-like creatures, you know? So I'll be ready for that to uh, shoot a shot. Um, it, and we also get chosen terrain. So originally I picked mountain because Giriad is from the uh, Dwarven Mountains as he is a Dwarven person individual <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh next i picked forest because i don't know <laughs> i just don't know i think that i just don't know because Seems honestly like um as a wise man once said fuck it and i uh <laughs> i picked forest and that is what I, that's what i got that is what i did there is no arguing it that is all thank you yes. uh, the forest no, called me home yeah <laughs> Undead's definitely been a theme so far, especially in Plumberg. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see if it we'll see if it continues to pop up. <laughs> so that sounds like that was everybody for our level up so far. So uh, without further ado, we'll launch into tonight's session. Woo! Woo! Yay. <laughs> Two out of five guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll try. I'll try it again. We're gonna we're gonna roll that back. We're gonna Are you not again. all actors? <laughs> What's Damn acting? <laughs> We're getting into character. <laughs> Everybody's depressed, clearly, after... Um, my happened. parents okay. both died, so... <laughs> yeah, Lena's the only one who's exempt. Yeah. <laughs> it's all good. The rest of you get of a hearty... Oh, mood. I thought you meant in real life, and we were all just laughing at it. Let me try that again. Lena's parents both died. Okay, yeah, of course. Knock on <laughs> And I just didn't understand why everyone's laughing. <laughs> I was like, We're all like oh, oh, no. <laughs> We're all horrible fucking people. I'll go too. That's a given. Oh, my God. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh. Okay, here we go. Okay. That sounds like everybody's level up. Are we ready to play? Oh, Ooh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Much better. That was the first time we did that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Without further ado, we'll launch into tonight's session. Fog hugs the ground tightly, making the forest floor look like a sinister cloud. 
The trees with dark twisted knots and claw-like branches block all sunlight, making the day seem like night. A dwarf with his bow readied silently treads through the woods. <laughs> he parts some dark vines and before him stands his destination, the old Valendian Museum, now known as Deadwell. Once a proud institution hosting millenniums of the country's history, Deadwell is a gathering place for lost spirits, demonic presences, and other strange beings. Giriad takes a breath and whispers to his raven mimic, watch my back, to which the raven repeats his words back to him and takes flight, circling him from a safe distance above. He begins stealthily moving through the entrance to Deadwell. Deadwell stands as a series of different halls, buildings, and corridors, all connected in a maze-like way. It is not known exactly what dwells inside, for those who enter seldom make it back out. He enters through the first building, the main hall, and finds the directory and a map. He scans it for a moment until he finds the building labeled Catacombs. Seathird must be there, he mutters. He scans the directory once more, finding a watchtower on the outside. Better vantage point, he declares, as he turns and exits the entrance hall back outside. Mimic watches from above as Giriad makes his way toward the watchtower and enters. Mimic circles above the tower, watching, waiting, watching, silence, until the silence is cut through with a yell. And then a shriek. Mimic's eyes widen as he rotates and nosedives through a window of the tower looking for his master. More yells, more shrieks, then more silence. Minutes pass until Mimic flies back through the window, flying away from Deadwell at breakneck speed, alarmed and searching for help. Uh-oh. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> well, Matt, it's been fun. No, thank you. Thanks, guys. For That's that what happens when you leave for a day. <laughs> you bitch. How dare you graduate school. Uh, my bad. Avery's a wrathful DM. <laughs> we find the rest of the Fighter Things Club on the road headed back west toward Deadwell. They spent a luxurious night in Losherton Castle, hosted by the new king of Losherton, Kanos, after a great battle with some cultists and even an abolith, after which Bree was given their first kyber shard by Mistra herself using the recently deceased queen's spirit. That was a mouthful. <laughs> uh, would you like each? Would you each like to briefly go over how you spent the night in Deadwell before we move on to the next day? I would like All to. All right, hear not it. Deadwell, uh, Losherton. <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. So after, you know, we all wrapped up and uh, I presume we went back to our our makeshift room. That was the barn. Oh, yeah. Cool. So, oh, no, uh, sorry. You guys uh, were offered rooms in the castle. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Rewind. <laughs> so well, you guys got to sleep in a castle. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> so 
Um, Velvet ordered a jug of the finest wine that the castle could <laughs> could, could uh, d- uh, deliver, and he asked for um, a hot water to be brought to him. And for most of the night, he sat naked in a in, in the bath. Of course, I mean, I don't know why you'd wear clothes, but anyways, he was in the bath, <laughs> and he drank the entire jug of wine wow. while writing a sad song about Arya. That oh. that I think he was writing, and he fell asleep, and he woke up to the whole song dissolved in the bathtub water. Oh, oh no! And he just, That's so he sad. just woke up and was like, "Oh <laughs> God damn it!" <laughs> oh my gosh. I finally Perfect. got a good rhyme for orange and silver, <laughs> and I lost them both. He says. Oh man! Oh my god! So that was uh, that was Velvet's night. Well, okay. Yeah, go ahead. Similarly depressing. Uh, I think Lena spent the night in her room, um, sketching in her her sketchbook, um, still processing that both her parents are dead. So she probably just was sketching images oh, of like her mom's face and her dad and her sister, and is still just like silently processing what happened in Plumberg. At least you have your sister though, right? I have my sister, cool. yeah, she's, yeah, she's good. She's good. I mean, she, she's nowhere near you now, but nope. she's there. <laughs> but she's around. One out of three. <laughs> One out of three. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I'll take it. And uh, how about Sai? Sai um, spent the first uh, part of the evening kind of exploring the castle and kind of, you know, looking around so you can find any spells or, or uh, anything that uh, might be worthwhile recording into the <laughs> spell book. Um, and did he find anything? Roll perception. Oh. It's a 20, a dirty 20. Oh. You found a scroll for a zone of truth spell. <gasps> yes! Zone of truth! <laughs> now, I'm not sure that's a wizard spell, but we're okay with that, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. Fuck Good. It. Zone of truth. <laughs> awesome. I love Zone of Truth. Uh, um, yeah. Okay. So, I think we'll go with like the only spells I really can't cast are like the major healing cleric right. spells. Okay. Well, F- fair uh, enough. Anything fair else, enough. fair game. Okay, cool. <laughs> Got it. Um, and then, oh, oh, the most important part. Did we get black garlic? So I'm going to say yes, but yes. that is a side quest that is only available to Patreon members of the Fantasy Fantasia podcast. Ooh. So if you guys want to head over to Patreon at some point and become a patron, uh, you'll get exclusive content delivered to you there and uh, other cool stuff. A sexy black garlic side quest That's that is awesome. secret? Oh my God, tell me more. <laughs> and it's for only That's... $3 a month. What? You're kidding. Only $3? I have I'm never heard of a better Right deal now. in my life. I mean, what's more sexier than garlic? I, I mean, know. Come on. Yeah. yeah. Garlic. <laughs> um, and then, okay, so the rest, rest of the night, Sai is working on his transmuter stone because he, now that he's sort of uh, tapped into the powers of transmutation and realized he, he now has the ability to make this stone, he is making that. Yeah, you said it takes eight hours to make it, right? It does. So, yeah, he stays right. up pretty much all night doing it. <laughs> all night? Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I wasn't going to say that. I was going to just be like, late in... Or cool. almost. Yeah, he, he, he snuck in a nap, you know? Okay, as long so. as he got a little bit of rest. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to exhaust you. That'd be, that'd be sad. <laughs> Gotta be sharp. <laughs> yeah. And Bree? Bree went back to her room and had a hard time falling asleep. There's been something on her mind the last couple of days that she's wanted to 
learn more about. She hasn't really known how to bring up the topic. So she is going to leave her room and she's going to knock on Velvet's door. Oh, mm. sexy. Very sexy. <laughs> Not as sexy as black girl. No, I mean, no. <laughs> so just, just to line up this timeline here, um, by the time you are in, I am like the steam from the bath is still pretty strong. And my arms and legs are kind of sticking out of the hot water as I'm like waterfalling the jug of wine into my mouth. And I go, come in. Free slowly opens the door. As I'm in, in mid waterfall with like wine dripping down either side of my mouth. Oh, Brie, how? Um, she's looks at um, Velvet and telepathically says to him, I hope I'm not interrupting anything. I'm just, I'm on the verge of getting a good rhyme for silver, and I, I think I finally got it, and oh, it's a breakthrough. But no, yeah, no problem. What's up, Buttercup? Telepathically, she says to him, uh, the, the last couple days I've, I've had something on my mind, and I haven't really known how to ask or bring it up, so I haven't said anything, but I wanted to ask you about what happened in the cave back when we were looking for Nelly and I was healing you. Mm, and he like looks at her as he's genuinely trying to remember what she's thinking. Um, and he goes, uh, um, listen, Bree, no offense, but I can barely remember what happened this morning. So you're going to have to help my memory a bit. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but from <laughs> no a lot of the books I've read, it seems like you kissed me and... <laughs> From what I understand from books, that's usually what happens when somebody really likes somebody. Do you like me? Because I didn't feel any of the things that they say in books, you know, the the physiological (laughs) things. And I'm very, very confused right now because I don't understand a lot about this stuff and I don't know what happened there or what, how I'm supposed to react. Velvet exhales and goes, oh, your parents had didn't have the... Okay, here. Uh, he says, please pull up the chair. Uh, listen, listen, girlfriend, you're going to want some wine for this, okay? And he grabs another glass and, and he pours us some wine and he goes, come on, there you go. I, I won't bite unless you want me to. Uh, just kidding. This is... She just slowly takes the wine and she like pulls her chair this, like an inch further away from Velvet than it was before. <laughs> with, with, like, Velvet kind of floats his body to the top as he kind of leans oh. over the bathtub, so his butt is just kind of poking out of the water as his legs are dangling behind him, and he goes, listen, Bree, um, where I come... Okay, listen, I was a lot like you when I was younger. I... I, I grew up in a very small town, you know, a, I wouldn't even call it a village, and, and so tight-knit and so insular, and, and everyone in my, you know, village, they they were farmers, and they were workers, and, and, and they loved the land and the trees, and, you know, that was fine, but I wanted to be a star, as he, like, waves his hand out of the bathtub, some water, like, <laughs> splashes Wait, towards isn't, Brie. isn't Brie, like, 40 in human years? She is, yeah. But she's been living as a hermit this whole time. Pretty much the only interaction she's had, other than with all of you, has been with her mentor, Verna. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. okay. 
So he, he, he keeps going and he goes, and I eventually just had to leave. And I, I broke my way through and I entered a fey forest and I met the most majestic pack of satyrs. And I spent four years singing and orgying with them all day and night. <laughs> She's just looking very, very confused right now. <laughs> and he goes, now, those, those are, of course, topics for another day, and perhaps when we're both a bit more flexible. Hmm? But I just want to get at that the satyrs, to them... Um, Kissing someone is 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 a handshake. They are they are such sensual creatures, you see, and and they see affection as not only positive but necessary and a way to express one's gratitude. So I might have just planted a smooch on you because I was really happy you literally revived me from the dead. And he kind of <laughs> smiles and goes, however, if that is not, you know, I, I, I certainly don't want to freak you out because you're fun, you're cool, you know. We're, we're, we're jiving. We're, we're kind of a band now, right? And as the lead singer, I want my backup to feel very, very comfortable. So you call the shots, girlfriend. More wine? And I would feel like you haven't had any wine yet, and he kind of pours you more anyway. <laughs> <laughs> she just <laughs> looks at her glass and then looks back at Velvet, and kind of a little smile appears on her face, and she says, thank you. Um, I think that was very clarifying. So you look at kissing as a handshake or yeah. a thank you. Yeah, like, you know, um, kissing, butt slaps. Um, I, I, I call them butterfly kisses. I tickle you with my eyelashes. And uh, navel rubs, you know, like, like belly to belly. Everything like that. They're all on the handshake spectrum for me. Are a lot of people like that? Uh, you know... Not as many as you would think, right? Weird, but I have yet to have a belly that I rubbed that they weren't kind of weirded out. <laughs> but one can dream. <laughs> yeah, thank you. That answers a lot of my questions. Um, you know, growing up, it was pretty much just me and Verna. So that whole interaction, physical contact thing really just completely went by the wayside. I guess, especially when it comes to guys. Hmm. That's true. My my father used to say the only ones more pure than the gnomes were the halflings, and y you know, you know, you know. <laughs> you know. We all know. I mean, yeah, we know. Well, well, know. well you know. No. <laughs> <laughs> she just kind of looks confused a little bit at Velvet and just kind of nods. Now, ju just to clarify, you didn't feel like it wasn't like fireworks? Because, I mean, that wouldn't be weird if your whole world was just <laughs> made or, or turned upside down or, or perfected even. Any synonym for that, really, no? <laughs> <laughs> she just kind of looks at him and quietly shakes her head no. Mm. He, like, splashes the water. Darn. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, are you gonna are you gonna have that wine? And he points to the full glass in her hand. Um, she says to him verbally, "No, you can take it here." Oh, good. I'm morning. Thank you. And he waterfalls that down and goes, "Listen, can you think of anything that rhymes with orange?" Door hinge. That's <laughs> um, nothing really comes to mind. Sorry. Mm, I'll get it eventually. Okay. Oh, I 
guess if anyone can, it's going to be you. Uh, listen, it's a little uh, cooling down, but if you want a bath, I'll, I'll get out and leave. You you can take it. It's it's kind of gross, though. I, I <laughs> <laughs> You can bathe in my dirty bath uh, water. Th- th- thank you, Velvet, but um, they've... I think they've got a tub in all of our rooms, but thank oh, you. Oh, that, that does make sense. I mean, I did ask for the, the suite, but uh, I guess they lied. Okay. I mean, they're not as luxurious <laughs> as this, but it, they oh. do have a little something. Oh, yes. That made him happy. And he went, okay, well, Bree, I, I have to say, your lightning is both absolutely terrifying and awe-inspiring. Oh, thank you. Are you a godly halfling? I don't think so. No, like, like, do you, do you believe in gods? Oh, uh, yes, yeah, um, you know, the statue that we saw in the castle, uh, that had the candle? Hmm. That's, uh, the, the goddess that, uh, my mentor Verna trained me in, Mithra. That's, that's good to know, because I'm gonna need all the, all the godly influence I can, if, you know, I kick the bucket after this, so, could you put a good word for me, doll? <laughs> uh, I'll try. Oh, you're the best. You're the best. And then he finishes the rest of the wine that he stole from her. <laughs> she just kind of nods to him and says, uh, thank you, Velvet. Uh, have a good night and uh, good luck with the song you're working on. You have a great night, Bree. Sweet dreams. And, you know, if you need any centaurs, you let me know. I'll hook you up. <laughs> she just kind of looks at him and confused again and says, uh, thank you. Wait, have I been saying satyrs or centaurs this whole time? Uh, a little bit of both. Let's just say both. Okay, I'm going to give you just <laughs> satyr, 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 and satyr. So you can just throw those in if I fuck up and say centaur. Okay. <laughs> there, there, there you go. No, I'm, ca- I'm calling it now. It's yeah. Satyrs and centaurs. They're just uh, both, both helping. Both. They're just all fucking in this forest. Oh, my God. You know, just animal people. Yeah, cool. so okay. after, after Brie thanks him, she just closes the door quietly and heads back to her room. And now, a word from our sponsor, Antonino's Pizza. Our specialty is pizza. That's what we do. It's what we do best. We don't offer pasta. We don't offer wings. We don't offer fries. We stick to what we do best, and we believe we do it better than anyone else. The best pizza in town or your money back every penny. We have three locations, South Windsor, Tecumseh at Manning and Amy Croft, and LaSalle on Malden Road. And now, a word from our sponsor, Brimstone Games, your one-stop shop for all your tabletop needs. Located at 1421 Tecumseh Road East in Windsor. So that wraps up everybody's evening. So, um, real quick, Avery, if you don't mind. Yes. Um, I just discovered that I made a, um, as the kids call it, a fucky-wucky. I made Uh-oh. a little mistake. <laughs> so, um, favored enemy, actually, you have advantage on wisdom, which is survival checks, to track them, as well as intelligent checks. And if they speak a language, you gain that language, whatever they speak. Uh, what did you have it as before? Um, I said that I have an advantage on hitting them. I wasn't sure, so now, so now I know. Okay. Okay. Cool. Okay. Just saying out loud. No, thank, th- thanks for the clear up. I appreciate that. 
As all great adventurers do, you departed early in the morning from Losherton, hoping to make best use of the daylight to travel to Deadwell, where you know Garia to be as well. This time you were given two horses and a carriage for your travels as a gift from Kanos for restoring order to Losherton. As you leave Losherton behind, you already see the next morning that halflings from both prairies, both the farm and grass prairies, with their war paint still fresh on their faces and clothing, riding in their respective beasts and insects, are working together to restore the destroyed fields and crops. Half the day passes until you come across a lush forest and begin heading north toward Deadwell. Little is known about Deadwell through the land, except that it used to be a famous institution, until one day it became overrun with terrible monsters and other evil forces. The wind whispers rumors of it being an inside job, but so much time has passed that it seems none will ever find out what truly happened. After all, it is known throughout Valendia that those who travel to Deadwell most certainly never return. But the fighter thinks Claude presses on. You have this moment to t- <laughs> uh, you, you have this moment to chat amongst yourselves as you ride. Uh, otherwise, we'll just move on to the next part if there's uh, nothing you want to chat about. Avery, you said it's well known that no one really comes out of Deadwell. Yes. Liam <laughs> turns to the group and says, "So, is everybody prepared to die in there?" I'm just checking. <laughs> You know, the way I'm seeing is ever since the owl bear, I've been living on borrowed time. So ready when you are, girl. Bree just looks at them all and says, well, hopefully I'll be able to help make sure that nobody dies while we're here. Yes, well, I have lived a very long and good life and uh, I came here to seek adventure. So I'm ready for the task. Okay. (laughs) Well, we'll see if one of us makes it out. So, oh my, so did Debbie Downer, my <laughs> god. <laughs> <laughs> On that optimistic note, let's do this. Okay, yeah. fine, two, two, we'll let's, say half. <laughs> I think maybe we should make a goal that we all come out. <laughs> <laughs> Lena's already written off gear again. <laughs> no, I just two is half, maybe. right? <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, man. If it's if it's one of us, I know who it's gonna be, and like all the kind of points towards our our cultist friend. Oh right, oh, is he here knows. with us? Oh my god! Or did he stay Darian. behind? Yeah, is Darian what there? What happened to him? So Darian's night. He spent the night in the castle. <laughs> he just uh, really enjoyed his time. Had a nice bath. He decided to go for an evening stroll, and the last person who. He said that to his sigh as he ran into you uh, searching around the castle. You saw Darian was just in like a fresh pair of pants, no shirt. He said he just wanted to feel the moon on his back and the wind in his hair. And then he was not found the next morning in his room. (gasps) (laughs) And you call me a Debbie Downer. (laughs) Can we just briefly redo a part of that cart conversation then? Because I feel like Velvet would go, doesn't it feel great that Darian's not here? Losing the dead weight, right? You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> We're a much better ensemble. <laughs> we'll never know what happened. I know, or will we? All of a sudden, Lena, your prediction is more scary. We have lost our human shield. So, <laughs> that is uh, that's mean, a depressing thing. Was he a shield, though? He always ran. Where was he during that fight with the Aboleth? Mm. Bree looks at Lena and said, he told us what the cultists were up to, he led us to the castle. Mm-hmm. Maybe he fell him. off a cliff or something. That would have been... Uh, do you think he did that, like, oh, 
scream as he went down, you know? No. <laughs> like Sir Wilhelm, the famous screamer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting disturbed by all this talk, and she kind of, like, just gets really quiet and kind of inches away from the group a little bit. For those who don't know the Wilhelm scream, I'll try to find an audio clip of it and put it in this yeah. episode. <laughs> right now. Amazing. <laughs> That is the Wilhelm scream. <laughs> so as you guys are chatting, you begin to notice the air grows slowly colder. The trees have grown thicker, bushier, more knotted. The sun is faded gray in the sky until it is not visible at all. Fog begins to lightly obscure the ground until it grows to be a thick carpet. You can swear that despite there being no wind, the plants and trees move microscopic shifts at the corners of your eyes. Now I need everybody to roll perception for me. Do I roll perception? No. (laughs) (laughs) Gyriad, you cannot, where you're at right now, you cannot see anything. In that case, can I quickly grab a drink? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Uh, A dirty 20. I got a 19. I got a 17. I got a seven. <laughs> so as Velvet's humming to himself, <laughs> Lena, you actually hear squawking. You're squawking just off the path that you're currently on. You begin to look around your surroundings, and you notice that just off the road, in a small clearing of woods, stands a lone tree, thick trunked with crooked spindly branches, but caught in one of the branches is a raven. She yells, stop, and then jumps out of the, the cart before it's even done moving and just starts running towards the the tree. Bree's going to hop out of the cart and follow her. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. What are we all running for? Velvet gets <laughs> no. up, but I want to join. Oh my gosh. Guys, Bree, it's no Bree turns to Velvet and says, "Lena says it's okay." She's oh, got he's, this. He's already like bumped into Lena at this point. Oh he's, my he's, okay. <laughs> okay. Oh. Hi. I'm assuming Sai is driving the cart, so he's going to be <laughs> Gandalf style. <laughs> and she walks up to the tree. Okay, so you walk up to the tree, and now that you have a closer look, you see that it's Mimic caught in one of the branches of the tree. It seems like the branch has a hold of Mimic's foot, and he's fluttering and flapping his wings all around, and he can't seem to get out of the tree. Lena takes out, off her great axe and holds it, up to, holds it up to Velvet and goes, hold this, and then just starts going up. The Velvet picks it up and comically immediately gets dragged to the floor. That's what I think. Yeah. And just yeah. goes. <laughs> <laughs> As his face is covered in mud. Um, so, Sai Bree and Velvet, as Lena begins climbing the trunk, uh, Lena, I'll have you roll athletics for me. Mm-hmm. 22. 22. So you begin climbing this tree, no problem. But as soon as she passes the about six feet up, suddenly, in the trunk of a tree, this sort of face begins to morph it and it goes, oh. Who's climbing my trunk? <laughs> And you see now fully formed in the tree trunk is a face and he seems to be smiling in the bark and he has these bushy mossy eyebrows and indents where his eyes should be. <sighs> Lena stops climbing and just looks down at the face or wherever it is in comparison to It's her. like just below your feet. Yeah, she like looks down and she goes, And that's... he looks up to you. Oh, that, that's new. She kind of like shifts so like... <laughs> Her like legs are closed together. It's kind of like he's looking up her skirt. Um, <laughs> Please get down. It tickles. I'm 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 just retrieving my 
bird that's gotten caught in your branches. I thought you might like to not have the bird in your branches. No, actually, I am. I am a very old tree. I I appreciate the company. Uh, he is my friend now. <laughs> he doesn't look very happy. He looks in the more struggling for for life. Oh, mighty tree and velvet bows. <laughs> he'll he'll calm down soon. Oh, um, uh, sir, do you mind if I'm assuming you're sir? I'm sorry. I should have checked. I've done that before in a bar and it didn't go well. Um. <laughs> Would you mind if I take this raven and we supply you with another animal? And I look straight into Velvet's eyes. <laughs> and Velvet, Velvet pulls out his <laughs> his feather and turns around to make a grand reveal. Oh, yeah, to distract the tree while Velvet's doing that. Um, Bree says to the tree, uh, "That bird belongs to a friend of ours, and it." got lost. We need to return him to our friend. He misses him a lot. Not a good friend to lose friends. Lefelas will treat Raven well. Sorry, I'm just looking up the rust bag of tricks right now. Yeah, no, oh, no, no. Uh, I assure you, my uh, my good sir, um, <gasps> oh. oh, this uh, is good. <laughs> what my friend can offer you is far better than this bird. I'll say, Velvet says, and I'm going to use my cantrip dancing lights to just make make the moment just so much better. So lights come like shooting out from under me and start like swirling around. And I do like a drum roll with my like and I turn around and I present to you a brown bear. <laughs> you nice. see these these be big quick. branches clap <laughs> at the top. So long since Lifferlass has seen bear play so dead. Lifferlass so lonely. He looks to the ground beneath his roots. As he's distracted, oh. Lena's going up to mimic, like getting closer to him. Yeah, he's still holding on to mimic. <laughs> Can Lifferlass have more friends? Velvet mm. sends the bear over and uh, like tells the bear, like like whispers in his ears, I want you to show him a good time, friend. And uh, <laughs> this bear literally looks into your eyes with a look of like no. <laughs> please, like like not he's not going to it, like he's just like, please no. Aww. Like he looks sad. <laughs> and he goes, you know what? Here, I'll, I'll get you a friend. And Velvet rolls a Oh, a perfect, and I get a rat. So <laughs> I put the rat on top of the bear and I say, now you two are both really good friends and now you can all hang out with, with Lifferlass, the tree man. Lifferlass, spirit of the wood. Spirit of the wood. <laughs> okay, Lifferlass give you small bird. And he, <laughs> Lena, just as you're about to reach Mimic, he pulls Mimic away from you and gives it down to Bree. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Bree just, yeah, Bree just kind of holds tight to Mimic and um, bows and thanks to the tree. Oh, sorry, I'm just going to use your nose to get down for a second. Just, I'm Please really save sorry. this bird, man. I really love this bird. <laughs> <laughs> um, Velvet kind of walks up with the bear uh, on one side and the rat in his hand and kind of bestows them both to Lifferlass and says, Oh, mighty spirit of the tree, man. Uh, spirit of the forest, man. Could you please tell us... Because... Uh, 
we're looking around. Do I see a lot of other live trees, Avery, or does he look pretty no, alone? No, he is the only one. This seems uh, quite rare. Okay. May I ask why a spirit as old and illustrious as yourself is all alone? Well, not many other live trees around here of good spirit. Liferlas, old druid, used to be elf, but when things sort of gone to shit, Liferlas <laughs> put himself in tree to live longer. Mm. And protect the woods he lived in. <laughs> Velvet looks around and thinks, well, you did a bang-up job, friend. And, <laughs> <laughs> and goes, um, do you mean that something bad happened here? It looks so lovely, as he looks at the wasteland in front of them. Yes. Used to be lovely forest some ten years ago, no longer. And he, a branch kind of comes down to his chin. He starts scratching his bark. <laughs> I love this tree. <laughs> Long time. We'll we'll say that. Hmm. And 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 what happened? And Ka- Sai kind of yells from the the. The <laughs> How far away am I? <laughs> I'll do just I'll say like thirty-five feet away. <laughs> okay. I thought you went with them, but you're sticking with the cart. That's cool. Not well, a bad, not a bad. Buy idea. the cart, just because I, you know, I'm, I'm afraid that somebody might take the cart. Yeah. Um, what was your question? So, so friend, what what happened in this wood? Why, why does it look this way? If Lifferlass remember right, which Lifferlass always remember right as he begins scratching the top of his head um their big buildings north here used to go in them very big then buildings become bad but because of not the buildings but things in buildings I think one day Lifferlass feel bad when he eat Rotten fish served to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, a thrilling he had, he tale. <laughs> <laughs> a thrilling tale of love and romance, my friend, and betrayal and all. Okay. Okay. Very specific. Thank you. <laughs> he he bows to the best of his trunk-like ability. Enjoy the offering of bear and rat. And I go to both of them, and I go, I'm so sorry, Daddy. Daddy is so sorry. And I like give them a kiss. I go, goodbye, my little furry friends. The rat turns his cheek away from you. (gasps) That's okay. He'll get over it in 24 hours. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, friends leave? These friends stay. And he points to the animals. But you friends, people, fun, more the merrier, right? Uh, no, we have stuff to do, and Lena picks up her great axe. <laughs> and Sai kind of steps in and says, oh, We have another friend that we need to look for. Uh, so we we need to go and, and, and find him. Dwarfin fellow. Oh, wait, 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 wait. A dwarfin fellow. You saw him come through? Oh. Dwarfin fellow looking yes. mellow. <laughs> oh my god, he's my oh, that's favorite. a good one. <laughs> oh, you zinger. So you saw him recently? Recently, yes. Not so recently, perhaps. Okay. Okay. 
Bree, Bree looks at him. Do you mean, have you seen him in the last 12 hours? The days are long here. Okay, uh, Velvet Tur- <laughs> It really doesn't matter. We can have Mimic take us to- mm, yeah. Mimic is clearly distressed and like squawking at you guys at this point, <laughs> yes. like- So in, in that actually, I'm gonna for the first time invoke Velvet's power to talk to small animals. Nice. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. So I literally turn to him. It says that I have to use it through sounds and gestures. So I'm gonna choose to do that in terms of a bird dance. So <laughs> Velvet's gonna go like ow and like start flapping his wings. And what I'm trying to convey to the bird is, can you tell? Like if there were subtitles, it would say, "Could you tell us more than this useless tree?" Yes, Mimic says very assertively. All right, this Velvet tree's an idiot. Yeah, Velvet turns and says, "Well, sorry, we can't stay," and just runs away. Bring back other friend for Liferlash. We Liff definitely won't. Lonely. Oh, get back here. Oh. Goodbye, friend. Thank you for your help. You're no friend of mine. Liferlash hate you. Okay, then. And then Saigonara kind of runs back to the cart and hops in the seat, the driver's seat, and starts, as soon as everybody's in, starts moving. Lena mumbles, he's going to hate us more when those animals disappear. Oh, boy. Liferlash curse you for all of Liferlash's life. Okay. Oh, dear. Well, hopefully that doesn't bite us in the ass, but that makes sense. You bitches. <laughs> So, so, <laughs> I kind of do want to visit him again. He's really funny. <laughs> so, so Mimic's talking to you, Velvet, and okay. he's kind of like hopping on his little talons and like flapping his wings in various ways. And what he's saying to you is, yes, Gary is in danger. He was taken by a spider. We need to get to him as soon as possible. Please follow me. The first question Velvet asks back is in bird and flapping wings. How big was this this spider? <laughs> Size of a horse? Okay. Maybe, maybe a little bigger? All right. Velvet turns and says, it's really not too late to leave everyone. Are we still feeling this? And he squawks at you. Hey! <laughs> okay, 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 okay. So, okay. uh, Giri was take. I, you know what? I just tell them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lena goes, giant spider. Nice. I'm excited. Well, that makes one of us great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bree looks at, let's, let's get going. We need to rescue him. Mm-hmm. Well, obviously, yes, we need to rescue him, but the giant spider's also very exciting, right? I mean, how many people can say they've fought a giant spider? Bree just kind of looks at Lena and then walks, starts walking to the cart. I thought we were in the cart. Are we? I thought we were moving. Yeah. I thought, yeah. oh, okay. <laughs> oh, I thought we were in Loshertons. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Oh. Okay, so yeah. we're, uh, zoop. Okay, okay, so you're on the cart. You're continuing through the woods until you reach Deadwell, and Mimic's uh, flying above, leading you the way. to immerse your players with some quality ambience? Then check out the YouTube channel Sword Coast Soundscapes, where they have over 100 different ambient soundscapes, some of which you can hear in this podcast. Or, if you're looking for some music to set the tone of that fantasy capital, or raise the stakes of combat, consider supporting Will Savino's Patreon named Music D20, where he is constantly dropping new tracks for your tabletop games. 
Thanks for listening. Tall Tale Theatre Collective is proud to announce that we are expanding our podcast network to now feature two programs. We will continue to present our horror series, Night Terrors. Welcome to a world of thrills, threats, and terrors. Night Terrors is an anthology radio play podcast that will bring you face-to-face with your nightmares. Come listen, if you dare. Introducing our newest program, Fantasy Fantasia, which includes two RPG podcast campaigns. The first is Dungeons & Dragons, Legend of the Silver Flame. Experience laughs, suspense, and triumph with a motley crew of adventurers who could be the last hope against great evil, long thought to be vanquished. The second is Monster Hearts, Undergrad. Follow the tale of romance, mystery, desire, and murder as an unlikely bunch of mostly pubescent monsters navigate their social, academic, and supernatural lives at Oakhurst College. Listeners even get the chance to weigh in on the action of both campaigns. For more, visit our website at www.talltaletheater.com. Tall Tale Theater Collective. Grow with us.